Is this the intro? We're doing this web news now? I guess so. I don't know. You could do something a little bit more formal. Should I get some... Should I get the, like... Because I think it's probably public domain at this point. Get the Vivaldi Four Seasons. You know? This is the web news. I want that. Yep. For our first episode, Vivaldi Four Seasons. Vivaldi Four Seasons? I'm not even sure which season that little diddly is. I don't know. Is that what they call it when you like play like a little thing on your guitar? They call it a diddly or something? I hope that's what they call it. I don't it. I'm think not saying... that's what they call it. I, think, I thought I think that's you're what they called it. it. No, it's not a diddly. I thought, that, I that thought that's what be, it was. It can't be. I'm if it was just somebody that went like, someone that just goes like, don't know, don't know, don't know, or something. Is that what they call it? Yeah, we better, no. better confirm this. We better confirm this right now. What does diddly Fucking... mean? Here we she go. She didn't care diddly squat about that. I remember diddly squat, yeah. yeah. But that, a diddly is not a, a thing. Like, Are you sure? Check the like the seventeenth definition on some <laughs> random dictionary. <laughs> but anyway, I think I know what you're talking about. But you know it's what I'm not talking that. about. Yeah, a little melody. Diddly. I don't think that's right either. No, I'm not a music person. Clearly, I used to play piano, but that's it. A little bit of insights. But anyway, this is the web news. Normally, won't be as crazy of an intro as that. That's our intro now. I don't care. This is our first spinoff web news. Same web news. As it normally is, just spun off for the uh, the people that want to be more expedient with their show listenings, and so we can actually show off the topic a little more. And this topic this week is releasing buggy products. Now, this is Mike's thing, but I'll just mention Cyberpunk 2077, if you're not a gamer, on console, big problem, probably worse than N64 graphics in some points, not good, uh, specifically on PS4 and Xbox One, to be fair. On the original base models, as the models increase, it gets better. Into PS5, I don't think that's into... to be fair though. Like that's not a t- no. But know, I want to be clear on yeah, our reporting. You want to be clear. Yeah, like yeah. I don't want I don't want people to be like, oh, it pops in on PS5. I'm not buying that. No, like I have friends playing it on PS5. They say it's fine. It's glitchy, but they say it's fine in terms of the graphics. The graphics are a serious problem. The game's glitchy, but the graphics are a serious problem on the older consoles. Can't keep up, uh, as far as I can tell. But anyway, that's that. Uh, Mike, please, yeah. sir. So, yeah, I, th- I think, like, the, the thing that brought it up was Cyberpunk, but it, it also applies to many other things. Like, I've I've used a lot of software back in the past, and I'm not going to call anyone out because some of the software I really like, and I it's not really their fault because it's the culture, like we were talking about. Even, even for us, we kind of do the same thing, um, where you just kind of release a product that's not ready for prime time anymore. Like, it's not... God. It's true, though, because... We use people, like the users of the product, as our testers. That is how people do it. And even AAA gaming studios and AAA companies like Google will do the exact same thing. That is just a fact. Like when Stadia first released, it was in 1.0 and it was a glitchy mess in the first little bit, right? It wasn't great. It's better now and it, it does really well on for Cyberpunk, by the way, just, just a, a little note there, but... When it first released, it was a glitchy mess. And Stadia is owned by Google, and Google is a multi-billion dollar company. Cyberpunk has the same thing. It's released. It's not in beta. It's not in early access. It was released, and there was some serious issues, especially with the old consoles. But the, the problem is, is that this game was made for the old consoles. It was announced in 2013. <laughs> It was announced in 2013. I was going to say 2015. I didn't realize it was that far back. (laughs) Yeah, like it's been that long. Holy crap. I I I mean, I've told people, like, I'm a huge gamer, of course. Um, I've talked about that several times. And one of the things is I've told people is, like, 
I'm going to play Cyberpunk 2077 when it's revolutionary. Because it was supposed to be revolutionary. So I'm going to play it when it's revolutionary. I'm not touching it. I'm going to wait. Yeah. <laughs> I can wait. It's fine. It's just no, not it's worth a good it idea. sometimes. It's a good idea. Because, first of all, like, PS5 and uh, Xbox One X, Series X, whatever, uh, those do not have their console versions yet. You can play the older version, like the PS4 and the Xbox One versions on the new consoles, but it's just literally taking that game and just running it better, right? Which which, which is a big part of it in this particular case. Like it's, it's, it is a lot of the problems is like t- textures popping in at a rate of unforeseen slowness with like the, like the standby non-HD texture literally making things look worse than the N64, in my opinion, at times. And I know people say that all the time, like, this looks like a PS2 game. No, no, no. no. Go back in the literally. PS2 and actually check. This, this actually looks <laughs> yeah. worse than a PS2 game. Yes. Like, I'm not even, like, this is not an exaggeration. I'm always the one fighting and saying, no, it looks more like an early 360 game when people complain um, about, like, just different games. This is like an actual travesty. So, like, yeah. this definitely got through testing. Like, how did this get through testing? That's one thing I don't understand. What, like, I, what we... I'm going to say is it didn't. And from Fuck. what I've heard, and this is, again, maybe a rumor, maybe not. I'm not sure. I haven't confirmed this. What I heard is they only did internal testing on Cyberpunk 2077. What that means is they only gave the the developers that created the game, they gave them the copies and told them to go home and test the game. That was how they tested that game. So it was not tested. That's the issue. And which makes sense. Like, I've been playing the game. I've been playing the game. And I've had some weird, like, really weird, really weird glitches. Those are the best for, like, streams, though. Like, not like our streams. Obviously, it's completely unrelated. But, like, those are the best for streams. Like, if I was a full-time streamer, like, we do stream Mm -hmm. weekly. Shameless self-plug. But, um, like, we just do it for fun. And, like, absolutely... (laughs) If like, I was like a, a daily streamer, I'd be playing a glitchy game because it's funny. Because it, you're supposed to you be there, play, like make it fun. You should play of this it. though. You should play this if you want a glitchy game. Because for me, I, okay, I, I do not. I do yeah. not. I've had a few. I've had a few situations. One of the situations I'll explain right now. Keanu Reeves turned into a beam of light and was talking to me as a beam of light, <laughs> like a full on be- ray of light. Somehow, <laughs> it was just fa- f- like it was weird, and it wasn't. So- he wasn't supposed to be talking like that because, like, he was obviously like holding my head or something like that. And it was a beam of light holding my. Head. It was super weird. And, and, super and you hilarious. and you're playing. You said on PC, and you have like a well powered PC to be. I have enough. So. I have enough power. This was just a graphical glitch. I know one person had this glitch, and I don't. I can't. I don't understand it. But he had trees start popping up in every texture, so he was just covered in trees everywhere. <laughs> was just pure trees for him. <laughs> Right? Could you and imagine like, getting so the ever, getting the phone call of like for a website like, yo man, like what's with all the trees? Like, did you update the site? And be like, what? And you like log in and everything just has a tree in it. Yeah, everything is just trees. Like, One what of my, are you our, doing? Our uh, backend developer, Greg. Uh, I'm gonna call him out right now. I was having oh, a conversation no. with him. He had a situation where, uh, the, so the, in one of the moments, I'm not going to spoil anything, but one of the moments, someone pulls out a chip out of their head, and you're supposed to give it to you, and you're supposed to put it in your own head. Instead of pulling a chip out of their head, they pulled out a gun out of their head and gave <laughs> you a gun to put into your own head. It's like, there's some weird, never before seen <laughs> glitches in this game. Like, I highly recommend you to stream it and play it just for that fact. Um, it's still really fun. The gunplay for me is good. Uh, the story is great. Like, all, like there, there's a lot of good parts about the game. I'm playing it on PC. I'm not going to, like, if I was, if I bought it for Xbox One or PS4, I would return it. 
100%. Like there would be no <laughs> doubt. Like I, I saw the videos of it. It is atrocious. It's running at 15 FPS in the city, like 15. So you're, you're running at a slideshow. You're barely running. In a massive firefight, it'll it'll go down as well into a really bad, like it, it, unplayable territory. So it sounds like, hey, look, you know what this sounds like? This sounds like Fallout 76. Pretty much. And except, they're getting just as much flack, to be fair. Except I played it the entire time, and season three starts tonight. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go play it. Oh, you're damn right. I'm going to. <laughs> but eventually, they did fix Fallout 76 to a certain degree. I'm sure it still has bugs and stuff because it's a Bethesda game. But I'm sure that they've they've made it more stable and better. I wouldn't play it on a base PS4. Well, no, yeah, that's that. I went fair. from a base PS4 to a PS5, and let me tell you. That game is a that is a new game for me. Yeah. As a brand new game. Yeah. But I still I still think it's ridiculous that they didn't test it enough. And it just shows that again, it shows that trend in the industry of just like it it maybe I don't think it's all on the developers. I th- in fact I, I think it's mostly not on the developers. I think it's mostly on the corporate culture of like we need to get the stuff out. We need to get a product out there. We need to get an MVP out there. As version one, we need to get a client base, and then we'll iterate as we go. But the thing Rather is, with this game, it had such a client base in pre-orders alone. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like Mike and I released a podcast app where the play button was broken. Yeah. You know, if we did, it wouldn't be like an internet. I don't know if it's an international scandal, but it's certainly being talked about a bunch. You know, Cyberpunk. But, like, oh, we yeah, wouldn't hit number one big. trending or even, like, trending at all. Or be, like, there wouldn't be any, like, press coverage of, like... Matt and Mike from the HTML of Things podcast released a podcast app today in which the play button doesn't seem to function. Like, we reached out for comment. Like, they, they delayed the game three times, and I guess they're just like, we gotta just release it and hope for the best. What they should have done is they should have taken a video of what it looked like and said, this is why we're, rele- this is why we're uh, delaying it, because we didn't yes. want you guys to play just this. Just been more clear. Just been more clear with the community. They would have, to be clear, they would have still gotten flack. Because again, 2013, oh, yeah. it's been a long, it's been a long time. They would have gotten flack, but if they were clear with the community, it would have been a lot easier to sweep under in the future and be like, okay, well, it's still a great game. Like, you know, six months later, whatever, it's still a great game. Um, rather than just being super shady about it and never releasing any, any footage on, of the PS4 and Xbox one version, they literally released not a single frame of it to the, to the general public, nor did they give out any keys of it to the general public, nor did they allow early reviewers to record their screen and show any recorded content on their <laughs> reviews on day one, which is crazy. Like, th- I mean, it's not, it's not that crazy. It's not there's, that crazy, there, but there's greasy shady. stuff in the game industry. Yeah, that's shady. That's greasy and shady. And they're, they should have known better because they're a big, like fan first quote unquote company. And, uh, it's just weird. Like, I don't know. And it's, it's frustrating because it's happening now to, across all companies, regardless of how much fanfare and fan favoritism they have. Um, I'm very much against being a fanboy of anything. I'm not a fanboy of, of, of essentially anything. If someone screws me, that's it. Like if a company screws me in some way, that's it. Like they're done essentially. And I'll, I'll give them a try at some point you, in the future maybe. And that's attack? it. Like it's a personal attack you, on you. Yeah. For it, fully well, so you're, personal per, you're personally yeah. attacking me right now. Yeah. yeah for full personal attack. But I'm like, but, but seriously though, it's not worth it to be a fanboy of anything because companies are known to just screw you. Like they don't care. They will just screw you. And even with web development products and stuff like that, like I'm not going to be a fanboy of a web development product because I know that there's a chance that they might throw something in there and be like, Hey, this is just, you know, 
now you got to pay for this for no reason or now now this doesn't work anymore or whatever like it's just it, it it's absolutely possible that the corporate culture could start to weigh in on the on the decisions of a web development industry absolutely and it has happened before well like it's interesting to like bring it to web because if you think about google podcasts like i moved over to google podcasts because i have google nest devices and so i just now Yes, you can change the podcast provider in there now, but you couldn't at the time. And so I, I, I was like, I'm looking for a podcast app. Uh, I was using CastBox, but I'm sorry, CastBox, but too many damn ads and I wasn't paying you. I'm not paying you for pro. I'm sorry. Not at this time. Uh, whatever. That makes me a horrible person. Then that's fine. Now, moving on. The point is I switched over to Google Podcasts for the Nest device thing. And because I was like, well, I'm always like I'm on Android, so I'm also use like the default Android thing, sort of like how Apple has it. Because with podcasts, I'm not looking for a grand experience. I just want like play my damn podcast, leave me alone. <laughs> so I thought, okay, this is the perfect thing. So I get that, and first of all, the iPad version is atrocious. It's the iPhone version, like it's fine. Like I'll I'll use that. That's fine. But like it's sort of like okay, this is a really big company though. Like. And it's been a while. Like I didn't, I didn't adopt it day one or even month one. Like this, it's like okay, okay, you know, not even just a, a better scaling it like UI. Like okay, but you're like okay, it's iOS and it's Google, so maybe they don't care. Fair enough. And then you're like okay, well maybe, like I, I want to listen to this on my on my computer. Oh, it doesn't sync across, of course. Like some of the stuff syncs, but like I can't use my, or at least at the time I haven't used it on the on the I haven't used it on the computer since. But like. I can't use my own playlist. Like one of my favorite parts of Google podcast was I'd search something up. Someone would be like, listen to this episode instead of subscribing to the episode or subscribing to the podcast. I would just click add to queue. I have this big old queue. And then I just like move stuff around. Couldn't like, can't listen to my, cause like, that's all I wanted to do. Wherever I was, I wanted to go here, click my queue, play it. And then that's it. Right. No, no, no dice. Didn't do that. So it's like, okay, got to do it all on my phone slash the nest devices. And stuff like that. And then it's like, even to this day, like sometimes stuff just doesn't mark itself as, as watched or listened rather. Yeah. And it's like, cause like I'll listen to it. I'll say, you know, play whatever podcast, you know, on my Nest devices, voice activated, which is what I wanted. And I'll just be like, you know what? I always listen to X podcast. I'm just going to have it listen. Like, I don't care what episode it is. I'm just playing Death Stranding or something. I'm just walking around. So I want to hear, I want to hear a proper I just want to hear a podcast. I don't care if it's in the proper order. I just want to hear a podcast. You tell this thing to do it. It does it. To its credit, it does it. And then it just doesn't mark it as read. So that's listened. And then I'll be like in the, the, the queue later and I'll be like, what the hell? Where the, what? And then it's just, it's like, you know, and then, it, then it's like, oh, great. And I got to go back, mark these as, as, as listened, go back and move these around. Like, it's a real pain. Like, it's actually like, you know, it's not like a major issue. It's a podcast app. But this is like a major, this is a major company. And, and it didn't even have a desktop version of the podcast for like a long time either. Like, cause I was watching it, but not using Google podcasts. And I remember people were like, where the hell is the desktop version? And like, this is, this is like Google's MO of like, let's release Allo and Duo. Well, Allo didn't do so good. I guess we're, go I guess we're leaving. And then it's like, we want to push RCS to everybody. Then it's like the slowest rollout in the history of rollouts. Like friggin' like. I'm not not to be a jerk, but it's like me and like Mike in terms of like not RCS because we don't have the pull with like couriers or couriers with carriers. But like if we're doing a rollout of any kind, I can't even imagine doing a rollout that slow. <laughs> like 
it was like the slowest rollout. Now we're in Canada, maybe it's different. Again, I don't know, right? Full disclaimer. But now it's like, oh, if both people have Android Messages app or just Messages or whatever they call it, Google Messages, I don't know, whatever they call it now, you can just use RCS now. Your your carrier doesn't need to support it. If both people have Messages, you can, it just it just works. And so it's like, okay. But then it's like, oh, but RCS is actually called chat. It's like, oh, okay. And then people don't know what the hell it is because it's not advertised. And it's like, all right. Like, iPhone didn't advertise it either, but Android made the norm of not having something. So they need to advertise it. I'm sorry, right? They need to advertise it. Like, even older people know what iMessage is, right? Because iMessage is seamless. I have an iPhone now. I've texted some people. The green bubbles are there. Hooray. I don't, I don't, I don't care. And then I'll text somebody else and it's blue. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I have different features. Like, oh, well. But like, for people that like hardcore use a chat app, constantly on that chat app for work or personal, it doesn't matter. Like, people need to know. Like, me and my girlfriend, like, all of a sudden we were talking one day and all of a sudden it's like, why are our, why are our bubbles dark blue? Like, is this a, is this a, a, a graphical change? Oh, no, it wasn't a graphical change. It was just, RCS kicked in suddenly. It's like, oh, all right. Like, you know, it was it was seamless, but like it seems useless. Like I need to be told. Like I know about it because I was I read about it here and there, right? And I don't like religiously read a whole bunch of tech news, but I do read a fair bit. And like I knew about RCS, but like she had no idea. She was like, "What the hell happened? Like, what is this?" And I was like, "I had to explain what it was and how it works." And like, oh, it's over the internet, and if it fails, it'll like back, you know, use SMS. And it's just like, isn't that like super beta? Like, 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 what's going on here? Like, me, like, I'm, I know I'm simplifying like rolling out with carriers and stuff like this, but it's just sort of like, why didn't they just keep Allo then? Like, they had something. Like, yeah. Allo was like, like Allo and Duo, it'll be fine. Then it's like, no, 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 go over here to Android Messages or Google Messages or just Messages. They changed the name like four damn times. And then before that, you had to use, you had the option to use SMS in Google Hangouts, of which I friggin' adopted, and then they told me to take it away because they were going to take it away months later. And they took it away and then they killed Google Hangouts. Kind of. Can you still use it? No. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, what th- is Google doing? I think Google is that, like, fail quickly company where if it doesn't strike lightning in a bottle immediately, it's done. Also, remember, remember Spaces? Yes. The thing I had with a friend Google, that loved it. Yeah. The thing with Google is the people that make the, make the most money and the people that are on a trajectory to increase are the people that are working on new products. As soon as a product is released and you're on that team of, the, of, a, of a released product, you're considered a pleb in Google, in the Google infrastructure. So everyone wants off of released projects. That's how their culture is. They want to work oh, on like new internally. projects that are unreleased. So they're constantly building new things. Their best people are constantly building new things and immediately abandoning them or abandoning them as quickly as they possibly can to work on another new thing. And so so you're a, almost getting like the hand-me-down developer where someone's like taking it over and then... Or you're you know, not getting anyone. Or they're not getting anyone. And in whatever. terms of Google Podcasts, like I'm fairly positive that no one's on that team. <laughs> like, no, well, the, they, released, they released a fairly large feature the other day. I can't remember what the hell it was. It was something that I don't personally use, but it was like, it was fairly large. Fairly large in terms of of what? A team of people working on it or no, a guy no, working you're, on you're, it on you're the right. weekends? No, you're right. Like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, it's just, there's some things that are like, this would literally take a person like a weekend to release. Like the syncing of playlists. <laughs> if I had the infrastructure, they have Firebase. 
they have all the infrastructure. It's all API driven. Like it's not that complicated. And and also they're not hosting the data. No, it's RSS like, feeds. All they have to do is host like the timestamps. And even then, they could just pull it. <laughs> like they could realistically. Well, no, they they need to host like where you're you're at. Like the the, the fact that I can't continue oh, listening oh, to I, a I podcast from my computer to my phone. Like it's such a simple feature. It it doesn't make any sense why it's not done unless there's like literally no one working on it, or the person working on it is working on ten different other things. Like they just. It's got to be something um, like unless that. Google Podcasts on the on mobile is like ten times like ten times or hundred times better like uh, in terms of uh, users like amount of users and so we're not seeing like it's not useful on the computer but then like why even do it like that feels very beta like if you're yeah. like I'm mobile only then be mobile only yeah it's a weird it's a weird system and Google has a lot of really weird situations. Um, and really where it's like design principles that they that they decide to use in their applications like that that, that don't really make any sense to me in, in general like this whole concept of releasing stuff before it's ready just to get it out there as quickly as possible and to fail as quickly as possible so that you know what succeeds right away i i understand it because you get you get through like the really bad ideas quickly but you also don't let some of the ideas fester. I, like honestly, Allo was a pretty good chat app. I've I've used it and it and it wasn't like I, I think, wasn't a huge fan, but yeah. I could see myself slowly like bringing the Google Assistant into my chats. Like sometimes people would be like, "Where do you want to eat?" And then I would like I just gone to the habit of at Google or whatever it was yeah. at Google restaurants uh, Hamilton or whatever, and then it would pull them up, and then we would go through and be like, "I like this." Like it was literally like the commercial. I like this one. I like this yeah. one. Yeah, I, I had I had there's there's legitimately good experiences that I had with Allo. The problem with Allo is it wasn't getting enough user penetration. But it that could have been show fixed. it off. Yes. Show do the goddamn thing off. Do some more. Don't they advertise in the first week of the of the product release and if it doesn't get enough users at that first week, that's it. It's done. Like cut off all advertisement, kill the developer, everything. Like that's it. Jesus. Well, like that's what it seems like. I don't know. It's, well, you know, well, I was weird. told it was weird too. It, it like it like left me feeling like it wasn't for us. So it was really weird. Like somebody told me like first week of development, they're like, oh, like this was this was developed. This was developed for emerging markets. And I was like, oh, that, that's cool. Like whatever. Like it's a chat app. We can all use it. And it's like, no, no, no. Like it's designed and only marketed for them. And I was like, oh, like I'm like, are we not supposed to be using it? Because it like, Possibly. you know what I mean? Because you're just like, you're just like, is it like, is it not tailored to it? Because because like you're right. Like the app felt strange but clearly it felt strange to everybody because it was just sort of like oh maybe it's like a localized thing and like who i don't even know what emerging market they were talking about but it was like this was made for emerging markets so i was like oh like is it you know cheaper data like is it for people that can't afford sms like is is that why it's 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 made this because it, it just felt weird and so but clearly it was weird for everybody you know what i mean like i don't know because like because there are some apps like facebook Lite or whatever right that's like you know for for us or for me, like, I'm not going to use Facebook Lite, but that's a great idea, you know? Um, so that's what I thought it was. And I was like, oh, maybe I should be using Hangouts. And, like, they're, you know, the emerging market's using this because it's tailored for them. Because also it's hard to get your friends to friggin' move over. And I yes. don't want to be, like, the first guy that says, let's all go over here. And then, like, no, and then we get there and everyone hates it. So, the in, so like, it left this weird taste in my mouth. Because it'd be, like, it'd be weird even if it was, like, this is specifically for people that live in Hamilton. And it'd be like, oh... So, so do people in Toronto not use it then? You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just weird. You know what would solve the, the chat applications, at least on Android problem? 
if they just if Google creates a chat API that any application can pull in. I like that. That's not bad. You know what I mean? So like any application like WhatsApp or Telegram or whatever could just use the Google chat API. Doesn't Telegram would, provide that? And isn't there like a, a third party Telegram? There might be. There might be someone that already provides it, but we need someone like a big player to provide it on a grand scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I then like anyone could just use that API and they would have all their conversations from that from there. They would have all their users, everyone, no matter what app you're using, you would just be accessing that and one API. And then Samsung could have their Samsung chat, Samsung chat and exactly. it would just be all on Google chat. It or wouldn't whatever. matter. It would just, the, the, the actual data would be coming forward. But no, everyone needs to own the data and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, read all of our messages and, and all that. Well, see, but this, this is, this is the that. dumb. Too. Like this is the dumb thing though is like these companies are supposed to like to bring it back to the topic like yes like release something and iterate upon it the culture as we've suggested in the full episode that's released that released yesterday like the culture of tech now is like people will look for the latest video if it's a YouTube channel people will look for if there were patches on GitHub if there were updates on the Google Play Store or whatever or the App Store people will check and see if something has not been left idle people will check and see if it's been supported so iterative design lends itself to that because you're leaving a lot on the table and so you're not scrambling to figure out what should we update it's obvious so you're obviously updating this you're obviously updating that you're obviously updating this like that's the difference right and so like it it just doesn't make any sense like like a company at google scale like for for christ's sake (laughs) release a chat app and if it like rebrand allo like you can call it 1500 completely and start from scratch Call it 1,500 things. I don't care what you call it. I think, is Skype called Meet Now or something? No, Skype is Skype. Okay, because there's a thing called Meet Now on my computer now. That's probably... And apparently, apparently it's Skype. Virus. Yeah, probably virus. No, 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 no. Like, it's, it's, like, it's like the Windows iconography, and when you click it, it says, host, host video calls for free with oh, Meet Now. Oh, yes, yes. No signups. Yes. Meet Now is a feature of Skype oh, yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Go.Skype. It just took me there. That That's a competitor to... Zoom. Oh, for the love of God. You see what I mean? But like, that's so obscure. Like, okay, here's, here's a, here's a friggin' thing. Okay. Here's a thing. And this is not, and, and this is like, instead of ha- like iterative design, iterative design needs to continue as the, as the product survives. Skype was a big, big, big chat app when we were in college, big chat app. If people wanted to use Skype to chat, via voice or video or text friggin have at her i don't care let's do it that's great hurry for our lives moving on now when people ask me to use skype it's like okay i guess because they didn't iter- iterate it they like it's like they 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 were iterative design they became big and then i don't know what the frick happened but it's just like they became like not cool anymore teams well first team well that's a whole other Google-like thing where they keep changing the friggin' apps. Well, they, 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 make, they make competing products that have to compete against each other internally. Well, you, you – I mean this is an Apple thing. But cannibalizing yourself is better than being cannibalized by your competitor. Yeah, I know. I, it's, it's absolutely an app. Like but Steve Teams Jobs. is enterprise. Like Teams is more enterprise. Like I wouldn't be but, like, hey, guys, do you want to – instead of using WhatsApp, do you guys want to use Teams? I believe it's being converted to uh, public-facing. But it's that that's bad branding, I think, in my opinion. Like yeah. that's very like beta branding. I think I could be wrong on that actually, but I, I I've heard that Teams it, it, Teams is supposed to overtake Skype at some point, but that could be wrong. Oh, 
I don't know. Well, I think we have gone on a pretty big tangent. I mean, this is web news. That's why yes, we spun it, it off. <laughs> That's why we spun it off. Yeah. But iterative design is 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 fine, especially if it's easily uh, labeled like early access. Of course, people get mad about glitches. It's early access. Calm the hell down. Beta, er, beta, same thing. Alpha, same thing. It's ridiculous when big companies come out. Don't say it's a beta and then be like, "Hooray!" And then it's like, "Wait a second. Why did that have less apps than an independent developer?" Like, what's going on here? Doesn't make any sense. Like. Is it to stay in the news? Probably. Because I, I saw an article about the, the Google Podcast update, so... Mm-hmm. That one guy was working on it for a year. <laughs> and that one reporter was like, hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's the web news. Um, do we have an outro? Like, I think you can just full- roll the regular outro without the Patreon spots. Or do we do the Patreon spots? Do the Patreon spots. It doesn't matter. I don't know. I'm asking you. I'm asking you how this... I don't know how this works. I I don't know. I I don't know either. But, like, I I think it doesn't matter. You can do the Patreon spots. You can just... Remember, we're on that Patreon, just just because this feels familiar, via patreon.com slash HTML, all the things. Check out the tiers. Give that a go. Many thanks to our $3 tier patrons. Sean from RabbitWorks JavaScript via YouTube.com slash RabbitWorks JavaScript. Garrick from Local Path Computing and Web Design via LocalPathComputing.com. Ryan Gatchel from Blue Black Digital on BlueBlackDigital.com. Chris from Self-Made Web Designer on SelfMadeWebDesigner.com, Tim from The Web Hacker on TheWebHacker.com, DL Ford from DLFord.io, and Bib Hashdash from Nine Block Media via via Nine Block Media. Almost said his Twitter thing. <laughs> Still muscle memory there. Feel free to leave a comment or review on the uh, platform you're listening to this on, and actually please let us know if you like the web news spun out, trying something a little new, and. Uh, we're just signing off without without a musical outro. Goodbye. S- signing off.